We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. Hey, Rob Bradford here. I have set out on a mission with my good friend at FanDuel to prove what I have known for some time. Baseball isn't boring. Now I have a daily podcast to prove it with some of the most notable people in the baseball world screaming baseball isn't boring from the mountaintops or at least agreeing to come on our show. Players, managers, GMs, and yes, even the commissioner of baseball, Rob Manfred. It has been a constant wave of baseball's most powerful voices. So join the revolution. Subscribe and soak in baseball isn't boring. Listen on your Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts. You'll be glad you did. You're listening to the Dana and Parks podcast on KMBZ. There are reports of shots fired either in or or around Union Station uh, as the tail end of the rally. The tail end of the rally, uh, and this is Dana and Scott. Welcome on in. We very rarely break into programming. We have to do this. Let's get straight to KMBC. Johnny Rollins is up ahead. You can see multiple police officers swarming that area. Let's check in with Johnny, and then we'll be right back. Several hundred feet away from whatever's going on, but I think it is critical that we continue to inform our viewers of what is happening at Union Station. We know there are a lot of people that have loved ones, friends, neighbors who have come down here. We're trying to get to the bottom of of how this started and what is continuing. Like we said, we've got a lot of police officers who are in multiple areas of the front of Union Station. The first incident that our security detail and our photographer heard, the first shot fired, was to the a little bit to the west and the front of Union Station. That's That was the first incident that alerted everyone and had uh, multiple fans running. Hey, Laura, and, I, just to kind of, I, I'm seeing some law enforcement coming outside the front of Union Station. Uh, you can see them, armed uh, officers, who are coming out. They're, they're calmer. They're, yeah, they're, lo- they're not running to a scene right now. They are seem to be kind of coming out of Union Station. Um, but you still see, and then even to the, the west, I just see a couple of officers uh, coming outside Union Station over there by the parking garage. Um, I think there's still some fans, uh, some people who are here attending the rally who are maybe getting word what's happening, and they're not panicked but making um, kind of like a little bit more haste to get out of the area. Well, police have confirmed, guys, that that shots have been fired around Union Station and they're asking people to leave the area. Um, We saw one person on a stretcher Um, Again, reports of gunshots being fired at Union Station, a dangerous situation. Um, We've seen people run inside Union Station for cover. Um, And and right now, News Chopper 9 giving us a view of what's taking place. Again, some officers are running. Um, And so this is just a scene right now. But we have confirmed shots have been fired around Union Station. That's from Kansas City Police. 
Okay. Yeah, we bring we see we some. Heard, uh, yeah. Yeah, we see some police officers. They're kind of clearing out the way, as you said. They're probably trying to get people out of the area, but some of those police officers are clearing the people who are on top of the fountain that we talked about earlier. So and and kind of pushing them, not pushing, but at least trying to get them to get, to clear the area. Uh, and and there are a lot of people, you know, up on the hill that I think are are probably wondering what has, you know, what is happening. Uh, they right, know let's, something let's has happened. Now, police from uh, this now. Uh, you are joining us in live coverage on KMBZ. This is Dana and Parks, and we are going to go straight to one of our colleagues. Cameron Smith, who was in the vicinity uh, when shots were fired. Cameron, first of all, are you okay? Yeah, I'm okay, and my partner, Kramer, he's okay, too. We're both down here covering for media. Cameron, start with with the beginning. Where were you standing, and what did you hear? So we were in the media riser, and as the show ended, over to the left of the station near the parking garage, there was multiple pops that went off. Um, and a large, large group of people started sprinting away towards uh, the parking garage and away from the pops, and then the crowd just started moving. Um, police rushed to the scene, and then about five minutes later, there was reports of gunshots inside of the Union Station. So then they stormed the inside, and then there was a report of activity happening on the right side of the Union Station shortly after so real quick, Cameron, help us paint a picture for our listeners because so many people have loved ones down there that are just trying to get to a safe place. The shots were fired to the west and the front side of the building. Is that is that? Do you agree with yeah, that? It, it would be uh, the, the west side of the building, and then at, shortly afterwards, there's a porous shot inside the Union Station. I'm looking right now. There's trash everywhere. Place has basically been vacated. There's somebody on the ground right now. Uh, with people giving him attention. Um, Cameron, but yeah, just was it an orderly exit? And I ask you that because we know that there are at, at least one or two people that we have heard Channel 9 report are on a stretcher. You know, not only are we concerned about the obvious um, injuries that could come from the shots fired, but extremely concerned from trampling or, or people just, yeah. you know, running so- to get out of there. It was a very disorderly exit. I believe the person that's over here on the ground uh, is due to trampling. Uh, people have absolutely knocked over all of the barricades trying to get away from the shot. What's happening uh, now, Cameron? What's that yelling? Uh, there's a lady trying to run inside. Her cousin is inside the Union Station. So, uh, Cameron, we were watching the coverage, uh, a very joyous occasion in the lobby here at work, and I remember saying out loud as it ended, everybody be quiet, I think I just heard pop, pop, pop. You could yep. hear it on television. That's, uh, it was it was a few pops that went off, and then I looked over, and the, the uh, gentleman on the rooftop with the snipers immediately started looking in that area, and then people just rushed that area. Uh, right now, there's multiple carts over there with lights flashing, multiple <laughs> Cam- police officers. I, I hate to ask, Cameron, but when, when the, the noises first started, did you instinctively know that that's what this was? Because w- there are fireworks going off ac- across the d- d- city as well. Yeah, we, the entire media riser section immediately looked that direction and started filming. It, it was... Uh, 
apparent. Yeah, it was pretty apparent. Now, the team was still on the stage, or at least some members of the team were still on the stage. What did they do when this started? They absolutely left, left out of the side of the stage, and everybody kind of looked over in that direction, and there's very quick, there was a large group of people uh, that were sprinting away from the scene. Uh, uh, like, there's, there's one on a stretcher right now on Channel 9 being, yep. being wheeled off. What, what, yep. can, can you help us understand, um, based on where you first heard those shots, was that where the mass and the crush of the crowd still remained at that time because the players hadn't yet vacated that stage? I mean, we've all been there for uh, the Royals parade or the last Chiefs parade, and you know how packed in those people are. Yeah, there was a, an initial first wave of rush that happened, and then there was a delayed kind of uh, uh, hold on. Okay, so that was the, the police are asking people to leave the area now. Um, camera, is all of the working media still there with you near the risers? Uh, most of them are, yeah. Yeah. Kramer and I are still here. Ladies. Everybody, I got to get you guys out of here. Now I'm They're directing media to leave now. To ask them where the media staging area is located, camera. Cameron. It is right behind us. They're telling us all to leave. But ask him where is the media staging area. They will give you a staging area so the media can stay. Where's the media staging area? I, I have no idea right now. This is still an active scene. So. It's an active scene, too. Okay, we're, we're being instructed to leave. It's an active scene. So. Cameron, we, we want you to be safe. Get out of there in an orderly fashion, but we also, you have to be our ears and our eyes right mm -hmm. now. What mm -hmm. are you seeing? Uh, there is a huge police perimeter right now. Uh, they have absolutely vacated. They're vacating all media. They have pushed everybody out onto the road. Uh, a lot of rushing around. How many people are still out in front of Union Station? Is it still crowded? Nobody, nobody's outside of Union Station. They're all now out on the road and up in the grass. There's still thousands of people here. There's a few people. And Cameron, where are they directing people? I mean, I'm trying to understand if you're looking for your loved one. Um, cell service is going to be spotty at best right now. Is everyone just heading up toward the hill, up toward um, the, the World War One Museum? Yeah, everybody's up on the sidewalk nearest to the World War One Museum. Uh, ambulances are pulling up. There's four ambulances. Um, I'm trying to get through it. Blocking off all roads. Just just keep walking so you get to a safe place, yeah, Cameron. But um, you, you sound very calm. Are you in shock or are you just good and calm in emergent situations? Uh, I, I think at this point, it's, I don't know if this is an active situation anymore. We had, this is a, seems like it's contained, but they are telling everybody to leave and everybody, we have fire trucks in here. Me and Kramer are walking up the hill right now uh, towards the memorial. So when you hey, said... Are you good, Kramer? Are you good? I'll just make sure you're all right. Cameron, when you said that there were two different... Um, and we're, we're watching medics um, wheel at least one person out of there now. When you yeah. said you heard there were two separate um, 
areas of gunshots. Did someone just tell you that there were also shots fired inside Union Station, or did you hear that directly? I didn't hear them directly, but there was a, a mass of at least 100 people just rushing out of Union Station, and then following was, you know, about 50 officers, including FBI agents. And rushing in. They, all, they rushed in, and then they were in there for about five minutes, and then they rushed back out and headed to the uh, the other side of the Union Station. The, the reason it's important to ask that uh, for our listeners is that Union Station is locked down today with the players in there, with the mayor yeah. inside, with the president of the Sports Commission inside. You wouldn't be able to just stroll inside of Union Station. The security to get no, inside was, that perimeter is it's so locked down. So if, in fact, there yeah. were shots fired inside, we're trying to at some point going to have to deconstruct how that happened. Yeah, and I, I uh, was asking the police and Union staff, and they said that they're still unsure what was happening at the time. Um, but even during the show with our media access passes, they even restricted us from going in there during the show. So it would have been all, you know, VIP uh, people in that area. Uh, I just want to break to remind everyone the phone number. It is 913-586-7798. We would like to hear from you if you were down in front, anywhere to the west and front. Uh, Sam is going to try to take those calls as we try to paint the picture of exactly what has happened downtown on what was otherwise a beautiful celebratory day for our town. You all, were, you all will remember the last time we had a parade, there there were no arrests. There, we have we, This has been flawless at, at, every at, time at, we have done this, at, um, Cameron. At the Royals, there were only three in 2015. Yeah, this is, everybody's just absolutely hiking away right now. Okay. We're pretty far out now, finally. All right. Cameron, we're going to put you back on hold, okay, buddy? All right. Appreciate stay, you guys. Stay on the line. We appreciate you. 913-586-7798. We are watching um, the fire department, paramedics, and ambulance leaving with, with some victims of the fallout of what has happened here after shots were fired. Let's join our reporting partners over at KMBC. From multiple municipalities. Yeah, police, Kansas City, Missouri police are also, again, we're, as we try to piece this thing together on live television, shots were fired. This is from a Kansas City, Missouri police uh, post on social media on X. Shots were fired west of Union Station near the garage. Multiple people were struck. Two armed people are in custody right now as this investigation obviously is in its um, earliest of stages. So shots were fired west of Union Station near the garage. Multiple people hit. Two armed people are in police custody right now. And they're asking people nearby okay. to leave that area quickly and safely as possible to facilitate treatment of the shooting victims. They're asking people to avoid Union Station's parking garage area to allow first responders time. Um, and again, this has been going on now for the past 30 minutes. Let's go to KNBC 9's Kelly Eckerman and Dennis Evans, who were in Washington Park for the parade, but they have now moved to the west I presume in front of Union Station or quite near it. Guys, take it away. Yes, we're not, we're, we're still in the same location that we were at before. And as we stood here, 
we saw the crowd starting to leave. And as the crowd started to leave, there was a buzz that started coming through the crowd. And as we heard that buzz coming through the crowd, Kelly, we noticed more and more people starting to pick up pace. And I have Rachel zoom down here. You can see the fence that got knocked down. People were coming through and as they came through, this panic just took over and you could tell people realized something must be going on. Right, and very shortly after that, we heard all the sirens. We saw the police presence, the police rushing to the scene as well. There is also a very large police presence at 22nd and Grand. We are, uh, obviously, the, the shooting was reported near the, uh, Union Station, but a few blocks up from where we are, there is also a very large police presence at this point. They are not giving as many details. We did talk to security, and again, they are basically confirming, too, that there were reports of shots fired, and um, and we've talked to some people who, here who say they heard the shots. And it was, such a, it was such a drastic change in the mood and the environment here because you saw people walking out casually, smiling and high-fiving and celebrating, and then suddenly everyone took off running, and as the people started to take off running out of that area, the police started to run into that area. And we actually have some people who were here and say that they actually heard the gunshots. We'll see if we can talk to them right now and find out what we saw. Now, you guys were inside when this took place. What did, what did you hear? So we heard gunshots, but we thought they were fireworks. So half of us didn't really respond um, to it. But after, we did realize that a shooting took place, which was quite shocking. When did you realize that it, that it actually was a shooting? Once we saw the helicopters and the police sirens and then people started to run, we figured something happened. Okay, now, were you able to get somewhere safely and how, how did you get out of that area? Oh my God, it was so packed in there, so difficult to get out, but we just took our time, walked slowly, and, and we made it to here and we saw you guys. Yeah. You guys, clearly this is something that's shocking and disappointing to fans who came down here to have a good time at the rally. Talk about your re response to something Today like this happening at a Super Bowl well, it is Kansas City. We love our city, but we understand things happen, and um, it's kind of hard to control a crowd without crowd control. So it, it's something like that is to happen, or not necessarily expected to happen, but it, it's a possibility. So, know. yeah, you never know. Just never Be know. prepared. Yeah. We're glad you made it out safe. Glad you guys made it out of yeah. there safely. And like right. I said, we saw so many people who ran out of that area so suddenly. And to see them running in this direction and to see the police running in there in large numbers. And it started with just a few. And as other state troopers and other people who are down here and first responders realized that this was a shooting and word spread. I mean, the, the mood just changed. Yes, it was you a could ripple see, effect. Even for us here, we didn't obviously hear the shots. We were far enough away. But we could see the crowd, and slowly it just caught on, and people were running from the scene then. And, and we could see the police rushing in as the as the fans were rushing out. So obviously we knew something was going on at that and, point. And the thing that really sticks out in my mind, I saw a young lady who stopped, and she just was bent over, completely out of breath, very distraught. I saw another couple that had been separated, and when they saw each other, they just hugged and cried. And, I mean, it, it was emotional. Well, and we heard, uh, you know, uh, someone say about the fireworks, and I I wondered that too with the with the loud crowd noise what people thought you know and if and several people we many people ran up to us as they were fleeing um, asking us what had happened and we were hearing the same thing from security you know reports of shots fired nothing confirmed um, but I think a lot of folks fled just because they didn't know what had happened and people now we see still see people starting to stream out of this area without the same urgency that they had before when the shot we're gonna cut in just for a moment with a couple of important updates from the Kansas City Police department. 
Uh, they have tweeted on X. Shots have been fired around Union Station. We need everyone to leave the area. And then moments ago, I am quoting straight from the Kansas City Police Department Twitter page. We are releasing everyone from inside Union Station. Officers are working to clear the building itself. We are still trying to determine the number of shooting victims. I say that because so many of you are separated right now. Uh, People, we are looking at video now that someone sent of people jumping over barricades to try and get out of there. And if you have separated from your family or your loved ones within the last 11 minutes, police say they are starting to release everyone who was inside Union Station. And I think, Scott, it's possible some people ran in for cover. And again, cell service is going to be jammed right now because of what has happened here. Keep keep in mind, as you heard from Chris Ketz just a moment ago and our reporting partners over at KMBC 9 News, this was on the west side of Union Station just as the rally was ending near the parking garage. I think most of you are probably pretty familiar with Union Station where the parking garage is. Uh, There are two armed suspects who are now in custody. We are hearing reports. This is unconfirmed. We are hearing reports that nine to ten people were injured. And that is uh, one of the local television stations reporting that via the Kansas City Fire Department. We have not confirmed that, but that is what they're reporting. By the Kansas City Fire Department. Um, And so I cannot imagine the panic right now if you had loved ones down there and, you know, you're being asked to just wait, let everybody safely get to a safe place and then reconnect via cell phone when you can. But it's good news that they are now releasing everyone that was inside that building so that hopefully you can reconnect. There are going to be people that lost their cell phones, Scott, trying to bust out of there. This is an incredible black eye on this great city on a day that should have been nothing but celebratory. And I was telling Dana while we were carrying Channel 9 just a moment ago, the problem with what we just had happen, God forbid that there's a shooting at a parade or at a rally, and may God be with the nine or ten people who were shot, and may they all survive, please, God. Having said that, this is all they're going to talk about tomorrow morning on Good Morning America on the Today Show. It's not going to be about Patrick Mahomes on the on the top of a bus. This is going to be about how this great city had a great celebration for its Super Bowl champions, and a couple of idiots opened fire at the end of this rally. That's all they're going to talk about tomorrow. I promise you. You know, in the Kansas City Star, Bob Cronkleton posted um, everything that we have just told you to get to this point. And then in the very final sentence of his piece that was posted minutes ago, he writes, earlier, two people were shot near 27th and McGee, according to a Kansas City police officer. It's not even close. Those victims are said to have non-life-threatening injuries, but I wonder if that was included in case this is some sort of spillover from the violence there. Maybe. Uh, Maybe. Scanner traffic also, according to Kansas City Star, reporting um, as many as nine victims. We're going to give the phone number out again, 913-586-7798. If you were near there, uh, we need to go to Jacob live at Union Station. 
um, to try to figure out what it was that unfolded very, very tragic turn of events for our town today. Jacob, where were you and what did you see? Hey, Dana, we were right outside of the parking garage when the shooting happened. Um, uh, heard several shots, probably 20 of them fired uh, about the time that we heard it. Uh, my wife said, oh, there's some fireworks going off. And then just a, a huge crowd of people started running over to my van. I've got my three nephews with me. And they said, get the kids out of here. Get down, get down, get down. They've been shot. They're shooting. And uh, I put it in low gear and, and had the kids get down in the back seat and uh, jumped over the curb there and ran the red light and, and got up by Homeland Security there. Uh, but it was a, it was a great, it started off great. We got here at 5 o'clock in the morning. Uh, everybody was friendly. There wasn't a lot of drinking going on, things like that. It was just a good, good time, a big crowd. And, uh, yeah, that happened right next to us. I was the scariest, uh, scariest stuff ever with, with, my, with my nephews, you did, know. Did you see the shooters? We did not. They were in the garage. You think that the shooting originated inside the garage from what inside you... Inside the parking garage, that's correct. You know that for a fact. That's that's where we were sitting when the starts uh, when the shots were fired. Okay. Well, I'm just glad you guys are okay, Jacob. I am super glad we're okay. This is kind of a commemorative thing. I'm the one that called and said that my uh, my navy uncle had passed away, and this mm. is something that he wanted to do. And I figured I'd grab up my young nephews and take them over there. And uh, it was uh, it was a great day up until that point. Uh, I've, I've never. I mean, you, you know, in that moment, you don't know what to do. You know, and you hear about it on your, and it's unfortunate on your guys' station all the time. You hear about school shootings and things like that. And my heart just dropped to the floor. How did you uh, even get to your car, Jacob? Were you parked nearby? We, we were, we were in the car actually. And we were sitting right outside of the garage, uh, waiting on traffic because people were, uh, were leaving before the rally after the parade. Yeah. And they were just walking across the light there purging. So even when the light turned green, you couldn't move. So we'd, We'd been sitting there for a good, you know, 30 minutes or so. And, uh, yeah, just, uh, it was just crazy. What a sad day. Uh, the what? amount of, the amount of people that just took off running and, and there were several of them that ran over and, and it kind of scared me because they ran up on my van as I was rolling down the window and, uh, they were screaming and, and, uh, yeah, it, it was uh, ridiculous. And I have seen two police escorts with ambulances coming out of there. We had to jump a curb there on Broadway and uh, let the police officers and the ambulances through. And uh, a couple more uh, right before, or right after the shooting started, uh, a couple of ambulances uh, going out of there. So I hope everybody's okay. And I'm sure we'll hear more about it, you know, as the, as the day uh, uh, closes out. But, man, I'm telling you, Scott, that's, uh, that's the craziest thing I've ever I've ever witnessed. Well, Jacob, I, I'm just thrilled that you and your family are okay. Uh, honest to God. Yes, sir. Be, yes, sir. I right. appreciate it very much. Right. Thank you. Keep us updated, guys. Yeah, and we take will. care we of yourself today, Jacob, because the people that just left that parade are running on adrenaline right now, and there's going to come a point later today where you realize what just happened, how close you were to it. Take care of your own mental health when that happens, everybody. Let's go to Jennifer on line three. Jennifer, hello. Where are you? Hello. Hi. Go ahead. Jennifer, you're on the air. Go ahead. Can you hear me? Yes, loud and clear. Go ahead. Sorry about that, Scott. Um, so I just crossed under downtown on 70 westbound and about a mile, not quite east on 70. They have two cops blocking traffic. Nobody is getting past that point. Why? I don't know if they're trying to 
block it for ambulances to get through, but the traffic is backed up across 70, trying to get to 70. I'm on 35 South now. Northbound is packed. Um, there's just nobody getting past that point, and it's just not quite a mile past the downtown underpasses on 70 Eastbound. And I don't know, would they be clearing that for emergency vehicles to, to be able to get through or, or I have no some idea. Of, yeah, I mean, some I other reason. driving and all of a sudden there was like no traffic and these two cars with, um, you know, police with blinking lights are just sitting there holding traffic. Jennifer, be safe. Uh, glad you're okay. Okay. All Thanks, right, be, guys. Be well. All right. Telephone number here is 913-586-7798. 586-7798. If you were at the rally, at the parade, if you were anywhere near God forbid, where these shots were fired, you know the telephone number, 586-7798. We'll rejoin Channel 9 here in just a moment. But first to Rachel on line one. Rachel, hello. Hey, hi. Hi. Where where were you, Rachel, and what did you see? And I am so sorry, but I am so glad you're okay. (laughs) Terrifying, for sure. Terrifying. Um, We were walking out. We were right by the stage, and... um, kind of to the left we see a man laying on the ground and we see people working on him we're like what happened to this guy and then we look up and the crowd is coming at us ducking running um so we just turned and ran fell you know my husband's like get get up get up uh and so we just kind of ran and and kind of ducked and and waited till we saw police and that we could walk and then we walked and saw well probably four people that have been shot. I think one, my husband told me to look away. I didn't look. Oh, God. Rachel, where where were you when you saw? T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile Essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. Hey, Rob Bradford here. I have set out on a mission with my good friends at FanDuel to prove what I have known for some time. Baseball isn't boring. Now I have a daily podcast to prove it with some of the most notable people in the baseball world screaming baseball isn't boring from the mountaintops or at least agreeing to come on our show. Players, managers, GMs, and yes, even the commissioner of baseball, Rob Manfred. It has been a constant wave of baseball's most powerful voices. So join the revolution. Subscribe and soak in baseball isn't boring. Listen on your Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcast. You'll be glad you did. The four the four victims. If you can... Coming out, I, I believe it's the, it was the driveway. I think on the right. So because I'm, we're walking west. So on the right is the driveway coming out. And now they, the police looked like they were arresting a very large or a, a large Latino man, um, putting him in handcuffs. Uh, but it was right. There was a driveway um, to the right, to the north, I guess. You would so, say. so toward the link side, if that makes sense, you are leaving toward the link side where the link is. The, 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 the what? Uh, toward, toward the uh, toward the crown center side. Towards the crown center. No, no, we were going. No, we were going towards I thirty five. Got it. How far away were you when the when when the bullets were shot? We were twenty five yards away oh, because when we went and walked past. 
well, the, fir- the first guy, he-, he was down. So we walked right past him. We never heard gunshots. Then the girl was shot. In the and then we walked the past a girl that was shot in the leg to the right of us. And then working on her. And, and a man. And then there was a man, I believe, that was deceased. First thing she was deceased. But I didn't look. About how old was the girl? Can you tell us, Rachel? She, she was young. I, she was probably in her 20s. Okay. She was young. Um, I just, uh, I have to tell you, it was terrifying. <laughs> terrifying. And uh, I'm just, I'm glad we're going to go home. And I called both of my boys because they were down there and they're safe. When were you able to finally um, speak to them, Rachel? Um, right after, right after I called both of them. And uh, they both answered, and I just, you know, said, are you okay? And they said, we're fine, Long, you know, and I told them. Police reacted very quickly. Police reacted. My husband wants to tell you the police reacted very quickly. But we saw multiple ambulances leaving with their lights on with police escorts. Rachel, when can, we were walking can you to our car. put your husband on the phone just for a second? You, you take sure. a breath, and we are so sorry, but so thankful that you are okay and going home with your family, okay? Amen. Amen. Yeah, thank you. Hold on. I'm going to talk to you it was a pretty amazing people coming at you running full speed like a football play, but like 50. What's your name? What's your name? Who are we talking to? Talking to Bruce Schoenfeld. Bruce, thank you. Bruce, if you did not hear the shots, when was the first time that, that you knew something was very wrong? The, the reason the reason we didn't hear the shots is the music was still playing on the speakers. We were on the front row. Got it. So we, I, as we walked away from the front row, you can't go backwards. So we were kind of pinned, and I, we, I, we, we got down. My wife fell, and I picked her up and said, "Hey, we, you can't. We're, we're getting trampled here." And uh, there were bodies on the left and on the right. And the police moved in. There was a wall of police in front of me, maybe 15 feet, and uh, and and they 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 were on it. And uh, and then there were more victims that were actually uh, in forerunner vehicles that the police were working on as we were walking by. We were right in the middle of it, but you couldn't you couldn't hear the gunshots. You, all you could tell was, man, there are hundreds of people running at us, and it was either a bomb or shooting, right? So that's how we that we just got, got down as far. All I could feel like was, I'm glad there's not, I hope this isn't a Las Vegas thing where it's coming from above. Yeah, so it was very scary, and my wife's not handling it as well as I am. I was like, okay, I guess this is just what we're going to have to deal with in America. But I thought the police reacted really well. Well, it sounds and, like they were on it immediately. Yeah. Within seconds. Uh-huh. Because Bruce, and, Homeland Security is there. The FBI is there. They had snipers there. I mean, they're, they're right. Well, we saw from the front row that there were lookouts at all the buildings they were all on if you looked around the crown center all the way around there was uh we talked to the police because we were on the front row and they were really ready for something like this with the helicopters and i'm thinking wow do they really need all this and then uh i knew what was happening when that crowd was running at me and uh i just knew that we needed to move with the flow because if you stood there you're going to get knocked down and hurt Oh, you knew immediately that 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 shots had been fired. Oh yeah, I mean, with people running like that, you knew that there was what what would make everybody run wildly at you. 
you know, you, right. you knew you knew it was something major and you better get down. And I can thank my wife for saying that very quickly. We, but I didn't like being down as those people were piling up on us. So we, we were able to get up. But it was like a big pileup. Because we were so close. Yeah. Bruce, um, we are thankful that you were okay. We are Amen. thankful that your wife is okay. And just take some time for yourselves tonight, okay? And if you need to go talk to somebody and... Uh, we're here all night. Yeah, figure out you know, what the heck happened. I think there are going to be a lot of people in the next 24 hours where uh, they are going to need to talk to somebody about what has unfolded here, uh, especially as close as you were to what you saw. Yeah, it was a real um, kind of a downer buzzkill instantaneously. And uh, there was a lot of panic and a lot of fear in a lot of people's eyes. I I was looking at them, you know. Well, Bruce, go ahead. Thank you. for. Please please continue. I I was just going to say, I was just hoping I didn't see any more people on the ground. That was what startled me, you know, the, the, the aftermath being there before even first responders, you know. Let me ask you this. I, I don't want you to get graphic. There'll, there'll be time for that later. How many people did you see that were shot? Four? Four. A girl had been shot in the leg, in the I, lower I, leg. You don't have to get graphic about it. That's fine. So you saw four people? Yes. Okay. Well, I, I and go ahead. I just want to say uh, I I enjoy your broadcast and 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 you guys are important to this town and uh, thank you for what you guys do. Thank you, thank you for calling in and and sharing uh, what you saw on such a terrible terrible day in Kansas City history. Have a good day, sir. Bruce, thank you. And thank you to your wife, Rachel. Thank we, you. We are currently reaching out to our hospital partners to see um, how many went to uh, KU. God forbid how many went to Children's Mercy. Uh, the closest hospital would be St. Luke's. Probably Luke's. Or Children's, Children's or, Mercy downtown. Or but Children's uh, downtown. St. Luke's on the plaza. Um, uh, as I understand it, both of them received victims. I, I am hearing that as well, and and we have reached out to their media departments to um, confirm that. Sam, you are in there watching a different channel. Um, can you update us on what you've heard during the interview with Bruce and Rachel, please? Uh, I've just been frantically trying to get updates. Uh, what I can see is anywhere from 8 to 10 were shot. Uh, we've had suggestion that one of them was critical, uh, if not worse, and three are in custody. All right, let, Sam, let us take a quick break and go to Channel 9 and check in with their coverage. We'll get some more calls lined up. Please hold if you are waiting to get into the program. Please hold. Um, we've got a retired state trooper. Greg, I want you to hang on for us, and we will get right to you. Um, a woman by the name of Alyssa Marsh Contreras, her father, Paul, reportedly tackled one of the alleged shooters before police got to him and then a weapon fell from uh, from that person. Now, the family was in town for the rally from Omaha. And so what you're seeing is video that we just got into the KNBC 9 newsroom. Again, apparently a man uh, from Omaha who tackled 
one of the shooters, and judging by where this video is, this looks to be Len, or, uh, Len and Laura just to the west of you um, on the west side of Union Station moments after those shots broke out. Um, let's go to back to, uh, we're going back to Katie? Yeah, KNBC 9's Katie Horner uh, is in that area right now. Katie? Hey, Chris, you know, I'm standing up here at the Liberty Memorial looking down at the scene and, and feeling, you know, safe and removed from it. And then something caught my attention up here on the platform, right on the edge of the, of the wall looking down. And I went over to see and there was a man just weeping, weeping. And um, I went over and asked him, you know, is he OK? Are you OK? And he said, my my nephew was shot. My nephew was shot. I asked him if he needed a ride to the hospital. He said, no, he wanted to stay right here. He wanted to be on this scene. I, I asked him if he wanted a hug. Um, and he said, right now, I don't know what I need. So he um, has brought this tragedy this, this close to us here and just, just kind of makes you feel it in your gut that those are families of, of the, the victims that were shot, all of them wanting information, wanting to make sure their loved ones are going to be okay. Very sad to have seen that here. Also, I don't have a picture of this, but while I was looking down on the lawn that is now almost completely cleared, I saw somebody all the way over on the east side run at a full sprint across the yard. Uh, to the west and just literally jump into the arms of their their person, somebody very special to them. They were so relieved to be reunited. Um, again, that's what I'm seeing from up here at the Liberty Memorial. I'll send it back down to you. And what a contrast from confetti to crime scene. We have a crew right now um, at the University Health Truman Medical Center, um, and they're reporting that tape is up, and they understand that five people are currently being brought here to Truman Medical Center. We also have seen um, three EMS trucks going into Children's Mercy's Hospital Emergency Room, too. Um, and so uh, police have not disclosed um, the ages of these victims. Uh, we, again, we have been reporting confirmed by police that uh, several people have been struck by gunfire. And uh, as Laura and Lynn have reported, uh, we've seen multiple people carried on stretchers. Kansas City, Missouri police are also asking witnesses to these shooting or shootings to go to the southwest corner of Pershing and Maine where uh, apparently uh, the investigation is sort of centered right now. Again, the southwest corner of Pershing and Maine. If you saw what happened, police want to talk to you right now. Le uh, Laura, Len, um, and I don't know if we have your mics up or not, and assuming we do, yes. um, we saw ambulances, at least the last shot I saw from outside Union Station, just to the west of the front door, that um, there were still ambulances lined up. Is that still the case? And I wonder if either there is a search for more possible victims or perhaps and i'm just spitballing here maybe there's some sort of a triage set up inside union station what do you think well that that's a, a great question what did just happen uh as katie was talking also several people um either left the parking area or the west side of union station and do you see them len i just uh, see that actually they're the, loading someone into an ambulance okay. right now so and that is just to like chris what you were talking about uh to the west cut there out are of several our reporting ambulances. partners um knbc right now to get um to uh, Chris Homily with HCA. She is the Associate Vice President of Public Relations 
and Community Affairs. We have reached out to all of our hospital partners, and sadly, I can confirm there are patients being accepted uh, at KU, and there are patients being accepted at Children's Mercy. Uh, Chris is with HCA. I know that this is a, a an emergent, busy situation, but what we need you to tell our listeners what is going on on the healthcare side of things. Thanks, Dana, for calling. Of course, this isn't a conversation any of us ever wanted to have, especially on a day like today. But what I want to reassure your listeners and the podcasters that listen later, this is what we do. This is what we train for. This is what we are prepared for. And within seconds of getting notification, we had probably 60 leaders and physicians engaged in a meeting room online going through our process. Was it all hands on deck before this happened? Is this just one of those days? Absolutely. Okay. Absolutely. When was the first time that you heard something had happened? When it happened. I mean, we are a part of that notification system. We had live boots on the ground with the emergency, um, you know, with Mark, with KCPD. So we knew exactly when it happened. And that is when we activated what we call our, our command centers. And so what that means is even though, you know, we have research medical center close by, we're the largest healthcare system. We have seven hospitals throughout the region. So we start talking about are your hospitals ready for a potential lockdown if that needs to happen? Are you accepting patients? How many ORs do you have open? Who needs to move blood products where? So we practice. It was flawless. Of course, it is a very sad moment. But what I can tell this community is I have never been more proud to live in the city and to see what happened today with the Super Bowl and how ready collectively we are as a healthcare community to make sure patients are safe, get the care they need, no matter what system and what hospital is at. We are moving products around to help each other. Can you confirm, we're hearing Truman took five patients. Can you confirm a number for us, Chris, through the HCA system? I can confirm that with the HCA system. We have not received a patient yet. What we do know in mass shootings is there's a wave. So, you know, when you have the, the medical tent, you know that many that are immediately shot, those are all triaged. You see the green and the yeah. black and the yellow, all of that, right? It's ours. So it's walk-in people that were just thrown in their car and drive off. It's somebody that thought they were shot. Maybe it kind of hurt. It looked down. So we expect to get patients. From what I can confirm legitimately from the sources is that there are so far 15 victims, most of whom have been or are in process of being transported. Okay. So what can everyone um, do to help not tax the healthcare system right now. We need the emergency rooms open for those who need them. Um, and, and I'm not just talking about your hospital. I'm talking about hospital-wide. What do you want people to know about the process? That is an excellent point. And what I will also tell you, everybody, for the most part, can roll up a sleeve and get blood. And there is a blood bank within 15, 20 minutes wherever you live, work, and play. So consider that as more patients come in, 
blood product may be needed. There's already a blood shortage in this community. You've all covered it. The media has covered it. So that would be a great way to give back. We're speaking with Chris Homily, the Associate Vice President of Public Relations and Community Affairs with HCA. Uh, Chris, uh, sorry, I was bouncing in and out of the studio, but I, I believe I heard you say 15 victims. Uh, I, I just received a text from someone who's in the know who says many of them are children. Can you confirm that? I cannot confirm ages. Okay. Can you tell us how many of them you're treating? We do not have any patients right now, as I said to Dana, but but the important thing to remember, Scott, in mass shootings, especially when so many people are gathered, alcohol may be involved, people may not have access quickly to a car. This could be a several-hour event where you walk in, you get dropped off, you may be walking, you may not even know who's dropping you off. So we expect that number to increase. Of course, we pray that it won't. But at this point, right before I called Dana and I looked into our system, 15 were confirmed shot. I do not know any information on um, deaths or the level of, um, you know, how critical they are. It was reported that there were several in critical, you know, kind of marked that red sense of urgency. And those were immediately transferred to the closest trauma center. 15 shot. Okay. Uh, Chris, I, I know it's a busy day for you, and I know this is where the hospital systems that we are so fortunate to have here do what they do best when something of this nature happens. Um, thank you for calling on such short notice, and please just text me with any updates. I don't want to bother you uh, on such a, a critically busy day, but when you have an update for the HCA system, just text in and let me know. Absolutely. My last words will be give blood. Give blood. Amen. Chris Homily, the uh, Associate Vice President of Public Relations and Community Affairs for all of HCA. I just got a text from Jackson County Prosecutor Jean Peters-Baker. She says she is en route to the scene. Uh, I am not going in until it is more secure, but they are working now, Scott, to line up victim advocates um, to help in the aftermath of, of what it is we saw here today. And I'm trying to see if she can call in, but she's working her way again to that scene, as uh, would any large city prosecutor when something of this nature takes place. Let's, let's take a quick moment and recap where we are. For those of you who have been at work, uh, didn't get an opportunity to watch the parade today, uh, have not been able to keep up with the news, the Chiefs held their celebratory Super Bowl parade through downtown Kansas City today. It started at 11 o'clock this morning at 6th and Grand worked its way down to Union Station. It was everything that last year was and more, uh, probably even more people. At the very tail end of the rally today, as the music was playing and the players were making their way back into Union Station to go wherever it is that they're going, gunshots rang out on the west side of Union Station near the parking garage. At least, according to Chris Homily with HCA, at least 15 people were shot. Some of them are in critical condition. We do not know any of their conditions. Two people have been arrested. The prosecutor is on her way down to Union Station. There was a mass chaotic scene at Union Station earlier today as people fled, as you can only imagine, when you hear gunfire. 
And this is where we are. And, and I, I was talking to Sam and Dana off the air. This is not only a disappointing, frustrating day in Kansas City. By the way, the mayor, I just reached out to him. He's going to be joining us in a couple of minutes. Um, this is going to change. God willing, we get to have another Super Bowl win or another World Series win or MLS Cup or whatever. This will forever change the way that we hold parades in this city. Forever. Because of what a couple of morons did earlier today at Union Station. And, and what would have been the lead story on Good Morning America tomorrow and the Chiefs celebrate their World Series, third and five years, blah, 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 has a totally different tone nationally for this great city tomorrow. Marcus on line two. Marcus, good afternoon. Hello. Hi, Scott. How are you doing? I, w- I wish we were talking under different circumstances, but welcome. Marcus, were you down there? I, and if so, what did you see? I do as well. I was I was on the other side of downtown. I'll say I was driving home when I heard your broadcast about what happened. And I have to say, um, I'm disgusted by the way that Gene Peters Baker. Okay, wait, I'm going to stop you right there, Marcus. We're not getting in there. I knew that when we took him. Go to Greg on line three, a retired Kansas State trooper. Uh, Greg, we are hearing that a man from Omaha actually tackled one of the shooters, and we're getting our first look of that that individual in handcuffs. Where Mm -hmm. were you, and what did you see? So we were about 25 yards. Uh, We were straight up uh, in Union Station right on back to the south side of the stage, south of where the fountain is at, and about 30 yards probably to the east of where KNBC has their camera. And um, we were, it was just finishing up, and all of a sudden it caught my attention. There was probably about eight, I mean, I thought it was fireworks at, at first, but obviously it was uh, rounds. You could see the, we were close enough that I could still see the smoke of the rounds. Mm, Um, And so then my son's uh, 11 years old. We live in McPherson, Kansas. So um, we, we took out the school today, but we, um, uh, we definitely started going away from it. Normally I've been in the past for, for 15 years. I ran all the helped run all the security at Kansas state football. Sure. uh, With all the, you know, in a joint command with when I was stationed there as the supervisor, um, so you know, honestly, been around a lot of a lot of big crowds, and I knew immediately after that went off, whether it was fireworks or whatever, we needed to get out of the way because I knew it was going um, to cause people to crush. Yeah, the quickly. crush of the crowd, Greg. Yeah, yeah, exactly. And so as we moved to the east, and because we parked at Crown Center, and we actually just got out of the par- got on Grand Boulevard out of Crown Center, we finally got out. Um, but as we moved to the east. I looked over my shoulder and I seen people literally tripping over people back to the West where those, all that sound came from. And I, I had this terrible feeling in my gut that something was going on when we got to crown center and you they have a, a video board up, but they were showing the live pictures. And, and of course my phone was going off from friends of mine that knew we were here and making sure that we were okay. Um, so, yeah, we were closer than what I wanted to be, obviously, but um, it's never a good thing. It's a sad day, you know, for 
for that. Kind of, you know, and Greg, seen- r- real quick, let me ask you something. As a retirement law enforcement officer, there could not have been more law enforcement down near Union Station. We saw this during the draft. There are snipers. The FBI is there. Homeland Security is there. ATF is right. there. For this right. specific reason, you can't stop something from doing uh, somebody from doing something stupid. But I, from what we are hearing, a crush of law enforcement rushed right over there the second this happened. I, I don't know how you prevent this in the society we live in. We're not going to have right. that debate today. But but no. do, do you think things unfolded in the immediate aftermath the way that you would have wanted to see it as a law enforcement officer? Yeah, because we were in a position where we're at that we could see the, the observer post for the – I mean, you know, it's a sniper group the element that's up there – we could see them watching, you know, some, we had some guys up in a tree and stuff. So they were calling in, but really what tipped me off was the air unit circling around and going low and start making tight circles. I knew something was up other than just fireworks or at least trying to pay attention to the crowd, trying to get out of there that sure. you knew something was up. Uh, I was in law enforcement for 28 years. So I knew my gut was telling me something was going on and that's why we, we moved quickly. Yes, I will. Uh, we met when we met the DHS guys with rifle slung. I knew immediately something was going on, and you are absolutely correct. Um, after uh, spending years of, of planning for for large events in in Little Old Manhattan, Kansas, uh, we doubled the size of Manhattan, that fifty two thousand people on game day, and we did everything that we could to prevent that. Um, but, you know, invariably, I, I think the PD and all the group that's here law enforcement-wise did what they needed to do as far as response and to try to prevent and, it. And the Greg, only way you're going to yes. prevent it is to have to have uh, magnetometers, which the people to walk through, and then that causes yeah. all sorts of issues as a crowd. Great, so Greg, we've, got a, we've great. got a break, but I want to thank you for your service and thank you for your call. And I'm going to say something before we get to the top of the hour. Go ahead. I love this city, Scott. I thought my son was down there, okay? Our job today is to help get people through what is happening, explain what is happening, and pray for those who are hospitalized right now. Do not call into this program with your political BS. Do not go there with me today. If you need to pray Pray to your God. If you don't have anything better to say on this program than to knock the people that wear the badge and prosecute the bad guys in this city that we all love, you can go blank yourself, but please go give blood first. That's the last I'm going to say about it. Don't even try to call in on this day with that crap. We will not have it. It is a sad day in Kansas City. The police department says eight to nine people have been shot. Chris Homily with HCA says they're hearing reports of 15, some in critical condition. We have unconfirmed reports that some of those injured might be children. We will continue to cover this story. You're listening to live coverage of the shooting today at Union Station following the Chiefs Super Bowl parade on KMBZ. Thanks for listening to the Dana and Parks podcast. Remember, you can catch us online anytime at KMBZ.com. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours 
and great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. Hey, Rob Bradford here. I have set out on a mission with my good friends at FanDuel to prove what I have known for some time. Baseball isn't boring. Now I have a daily podcast to prove it with some of the most notable people in the baseball world screaming baseball isn't boring from the mountaintops or at least agreeing to come on our show. Players, managers, GMs, and yes, even the commissioner of baseball, Rob Manfred. It has been a constant wave of baseball's most powerful voices. So join the revolution. Subscribe and soak in baseball isn't boring. Listen on your Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcast. You'll be glad you did.